Hello and welcome once again to The Blueprints. This is Canada's Conservative Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Schmale, Member of Parliament for Halliburton Kawartha Lakes Brock with new content for you every single Tuesday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We ask that you like, comment, subscribe, and share this program because on this show, in just a moment, we are going to be talking about the Arrive Can or Arrive Scam as it's also known, because some people got rich on your money. To talk about this and much, much more, we have Stephanie Cusey, the Member of Parliament for Calgary, Mindapur, also the Shadow Minister for the Treasury Board. Thanks for coming back on. Thank you so much, Jamie, for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here at this fine institution of conservatism, the Blueprint. I appreciate you saying that. Now, unfortunately, it's not under good circumstances because we are looking at a massive scam to the Canadian public. Obviously, the Arrive Can app that nobody seemed to want, nobody seemed to ask for. That cost $54 million, but it was later shown that a bunch of tech companies, two in particular, did it over the weekend for a cost of $80,000 roughly each. So a huge amount of money is being looked at right now. Maybe you can update us because the committee did work last week. It was a constituency week. They spent a few days last week going through the Arrive Can scandal that seems to have been unwrapping in front of us that the media barely covered. So maybe you can tell us a bit about it. Yeah, I, I can't even make this stuff up. Like they say, the truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah. And we definitely see it with the Arrive Scam app. This is an app that was created by two individuals. Actually, it wasn't even created by. It was This whole thing was run by they two guys out, in their basements. Yeah. That's exactly it. But, uh, contractors, subcontractors. And that's another big piece of this is that subcontractors aren't even covered by oversight of the government. So we don't even really know what those subcontractors did, mm. how this got done. But you're right. This is an app that... Uh, over a weekend, uh, a, a group of, of university students, I believe, was able to create for $80,000. The original cost of this was supposed to be less than $20 million. <laughs> the next number that we got was $54 million. We thought, this, this is crazy. It gets worse than that. Last week, when we had the Auditor General release her report, it's now closer to $60 million. And they think that it could be even more than that because they're not certain about all of the documentation uh, that was submitted. There were just so many discrepancies with the documentation. So this now is an app that has cost the taxpayers in excess of $60 million. An app, like you said, that, that nobody wanted. And it didn't even work yeah, correctly. It, it didn't even work like correctly. Like it put people in quarantine that didn't That's deserve right. to yeah, be there. 10,000 Canadians were sent to quarantine unnecessarily as a result of this Arrive Scam app. And, you know, we have yet in our testimony uh, the ability to find someone who actually thinks that this was not only procured, mm -hmm. procured and built in a responsible manner for Canadians. Uh, everyone we're getting in front of us at committee is telling us that that this was a complete debacle. It was not done well. As I said, the Auditor General gave a report last week, close to $60 million. Of that $12 million, they, they, can't, they don't even know if it went to the Arrive Can Hap. Originally, we thought that GC Strategies was getting $11 million. It turned out to be $19 million. Now we know they've had a quarter of a billion dollars of work with this Liberal government, with this Trudeau government. Can you imagine, Jamie, you and a friend splitting a quarter of a billion dollars for doing nothing in your basement together? That is the story of the Arrive Can app. But there's more. But there's more. There, how there's, can there be much more? This uh, is like... It, it's, I can't make this, this... This I always say it's like I'm on the Lifetime Network, Jamie. <laughs> it's, it's that bad. We have... Uh, credibility of uh, credible um, stories of 
documents being destroyed by the chief information officer who was overseeing ArriveCan app. We have uh, discrepancy as to who made the final decision of the ArriveCan app. And then we have the implication of a, a small uh, IT firm based out of Montreal that tells us that uh, ArriveCan goes much deeper than just the CBSA, that they have, um, they have uh, interfaced not only with the Department of Justice, but with levels as high as the Deputy Prime Minister. So this is all intermingled with each other, uh, ArriveCan. And it's just, it's unbelievable that uh, this app, which could have been made for $80,000, mm -hmm. is now up to the price of a minimum of $60 million. But worse than that, it points to the complete incompetence of this government. If this is happening with a single app, Jamie, this is absolutely yeah. happening all across government. We have no doubts about that. And as well, it also speaks to something that our, our official opposition, the Conservatives, have done a very good job of shining a light on, and that is the excessive contracting by this Trudeau government, mm -hmm. up 60% since Prime Minister Trudeau got into office, rather than relying on our internal capabilities of the public service, their specialties. And it's just, it's astounding to me the way that this is out of control in terms of the costing, the way procurement has not been followed. We had the procurement ombudsman in three weeks ago. He he was not pleased with a single thing that he saw about this Arrive Can app. He, he said in no uncertain terms that procurement standards, the ones that exist, and certainly we've learned from this, mm -hmm. that there have to be changes that have to be made, but the ones that exist, they were not held to the standard as well with Arrive Can. So we have the Auditor General, the procurement ombudsman, um, all of these individuals saying that, and the, the as well, the information um, commissioner who was here on Tuesday, not, not a single person saying that this was a good app. This was value for money for Canadians. Canadians were had on this app. And like, like I said, the thing most concerning to me is it speaks to the incompetence mm -hmm. of this government and possibly even the, the bad intention of this government that they didn't um, they, they, they didn't make an effort earlier on when they saw the train going off the tracks to try and do something. And their deputy ministers didn't either. We've seen that time and time again when deputy heads have come and testified in front of the committees. So it is a crazy story. And I just, I really hope that Canadians are following along with, uh, with us at committee and with our social media to, to even have an understanding of how incompetent and unethical this government is. Well, this lack of respect for Canadians. Obviously, the government doesn't have a cent that it must tax, borrow, or print. Uh, a combination thereof can actually debauch the economy of their currency as well. Um, at the same time, this is a massive pattern of this government that they don't really seem to care. Look at the We Charity scandal. Right. Right? We got money. Oh, we got caught. We had to pull some back. We'll do this. Uh, Frank Bayless, the former legal MP who got a contract to make, I believe it was ventilators that never actually stopped the fight into the government. Like the, all these contracts being made, all this money going out, very little accountability coming back. And at the end of the day, we're paying for it in the form of this inflationary crisis that Canadians are dealing with. No, you're absolutely correct. And I mean, to add to that, we see the Green Slush Fund. Um, you know, last year, my focus was really on McKinsey in terms of, once again, showing how much control outside consultants have on the work of the government. And as I said, currently, we have a 60% increase with this Trudeau government um, in, in outside consulting. So it, I think it even raises concerns for Canadians, not only in regards to 
the value for money, which clearly was not received for this arrive can app, but also who are who is making these decisions are, you know, ministers are supposed to have oversight of their departments. And it's just it's so clear that uh, ministers were not being um, responsible for this project as well as so many other projects below them and are, I think, receiving receiving advice and receiving perhaps even influence from those who aren't from elected office, these outside consultants. But that's what this... Somebody's making money. Somebody's making money. How could you, as someone working in the department, or someone who has to sign off on this this program, look at the cost and say, you know what, that's 50 million, 54, 60. That seems a bit high for an app. Like how many companies in the private sector would pay this kind of money for an app? I doubt there would be as many apps as there are now if it costs that much. Yeah, I'm, you you raise a really good point, and that's one thing that the auditor general said in her report is that she the paperwork was so bad, the paper trail was so bad, she couldn't even determine if uh, there was work uh, that was paid for that wasn't even completed. That as a result of the the task authorities that were without complete documentation, uh, it just it shows that. Processes aren't being done properly mm -hmm. under this government, that this high level of, uh, of incompetence. So, you know, it is a very big concern. Uh, and as I said, what bothers me the most is that this is $54 million, now $60 million, as I said, at a minimum, in a time where we just found out there was a $23.6 billion deficit mm -hmm. uh, between April and December. Like, if... If this is happening with, with this one project that we've been able to shine a light on for Canadians, then how do we know that that other $23.6 billion isn't being spent in the same uh, carefree way without oversight, without regard for policy, without re regard sure. for... Well, I'm pretty that's sure the, we the do that. That's right? the liberal They mindset. create a crisis and they try to come in to be the heroes right. that got us out of the crisis. Right. To me, leadership is avoiding the crisis in the first place. Right. Exact. That's exactly it. And you raise a very important point. The Auditor General was very clear in her remarks. She said, the pandemic, a crisis situation, any crisis situation, cannot be used as an excuse for this right. disregard for this value of money. That's it. That's also a always be a crisis, right? right. If you can just speed by the, the bump, the speed bumps, that's the right. guardrails, speed by it because there'll be yeah. a crisis. There'll always be a crisis. Yeah. Somewhere there will be a crisis. They'll make it up. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely correct about that. Um, but it's just, it's, it's incredible the level of, of um, even criminality that, that we have seen this GC Strategies, they actually testified in committee that they uh, created identity theft on the resumes. Mm -hmm. They actually forged the resumes so that they would be accepted for these projects. Like, that's astounding. Can you imagine that? Uh, just falsifying your resume in an effort to, to, to get a job. And I wasn't suits based on this entire premise. I'm yes, just saying right. like this, no serious, this is the stuff of network shows that, that we're talking about here. Uh, there are, there this are, is real life this in is real life this is in, in, in Canada. Canada. That's right. Yeah. Um, collusion. When we had two of the subtractors in that work with GC strategies, um, Dalian and Karatix, 
one of our members just wasn't even able to determine what one of the organizations actually did with the project. They weren't able to clarify in their statement the role, like the work that they actually got done, despite the member asking over and over, what do you do? What do you do? This this was a very popular... Well, we know what uh, they that, did. They submitted an invoice. That's right. They that's exactly an what they did. They submitted paid. invoices. Yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly it. And as well for, uh, I mean, the insider goings-ons, um, we, we've just seen incredible uh, things um, discussed within the committee about uh, chalets, cabins, oh, yes, whiskey yeah. tastings. Mm-hmm. Whiskey for bureaucrats, tasting. I believe. That, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. For senior bureaucrats yeah, yeah. in an effort to, to influence to them. them right? To yeah, woo them. Absolutely. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, I mean, it is just like this. This is a scandal that has a... It's, it's interesting because it has a little bit of everything. It has the collusion. It has the... Um, identity theft. It has the price gouging. It, it has all of these things. And it's almost like a microcosm of how government is being run mm-hmm. in the Trudeau yep. era, yep. to use a popular term, era. SMC in, yeah, level yeah, and we, right. the F-35s, right. yeah. and on and on. Yeah. Well, let's uh, quickly go. We got okay. a quick clip here from committee last week. Great. Uh, Andrew Shear, who is uh, in committee, uh, uh, asking a few questions. The Liberals decide to call the Auditor General's report uh, a bit of a lie. So let's play wow. cup one. So far, the Auditor General has concluded that it is at least $60 million in costs attributed to that. And that's based on what she can find. Uh, point of order, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chair. Um, yes, uh, Mr. Kuzmerchuk. Yes, I, w- I would appreciate it if, uh, if my honourable colleague would ground his statement in fact uh, not uh, fiction. Thank you. We'll go back to Mr. Scheer, please. Yeah, I'll just let the record show that the uh, Liberal MPs are now calling the findings of the Auditor General fiction. So, And this is what we've seen time and time again from this Liberal government, along with their NDP dance part- partner, the NDP Liberal Coalition, mm-hmm. um, is an obstruction of the truth, an obstruction of trying to get the answers. And we've seen this with documentation, we, we asked so many times in the McKinsey study to get the full documentation, and the NDP kept obstructing the committee from obtaining the documentation. And we're seeing the Liberals here trying to do the same again. Uh, we just passed a motion today in Government Operations Committee around the COVID uh, alert, mm. um, a, a subject very much similar to a RIVE scam, given that it was in the pandemic time, the same timing. And again, the Liberals were trying to amend the motion again and again in an effort to try and hide the truth. We're seeing an obstruction of witnesses. They they don't want people to come in and tell the truth. They don't want the truth to, find, to be found out by Canadians or by the committee because it fundamentally... All it does is points back again and again to the incompetence of this government and, frankly, even the criminality of of some of its members. And we're sure that this goes all the way to the top based upon the the testimony that we have received from from witnesses. So, like I said, the truth is stranger than fiction. And a rive scam has has something for everyone. If you like drama, it has some of that. <laughs> if you like mystery, it has some of that. Uh, if 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 you like uh, debauchery, it has that with the whisk, whiskey tasting. It has it has all yeah. of that. But what's most concerning is that this is just a snapshot. 
just a, a single project, a moment, yeah. uh, a balance sheet, if you will, of what is going on in the Trudeau government. And it is so much wider than this, Jamie. Now, the NDP are supposed to be in opposition. Unfortunately, they have a supply and confidence agreement. But I, I can see why they are trying to keep this under wraps, because the more this debacle of a government is allowed to continue, the more the NDP wear all of this corruption, all of this incompetence. And, and so by them, you know, suppressing documents, suppressing witness investigations, uh, it, it, it keeps them alive, so to speak, because there is no way I could imagine uh, working class NDP supporters agree with what's going on right now. No, I couldn't agree with you more. And in fact, right after this, I'll be going into the House of Commons to make a statement on a rise cam. And that's a point that I raise in my statement is that the NDP actually voted for this. They actually mm -hmm. voted for the funding to have a rise cam. So, I mean, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. They they say that they want to hold this this uh, government to account sometimes in the house. You know we hear it. We hear yep. it when we're in there. But the truth is, no, they are working hand in hand with the yeah. Liberals to, to waste taxpayers' money, to um, achieve nothing for Canadians. They, they can say whatever they want. This scandal proves otherwise. We are almost out of time. That means the guests have the final word. The floor is yours. I just want to say that uh, I would encourage any Canadians who are out there to follow the Arrive scam scandal because it really is a microcosm, uh, a moment, a snapshot of how everything bad with this Trudeau government, um, with the incompetence, uh, with the um, unethical aspect of how they conduct themselves, I really think it's important for Canadians to take a look at a Rive scam and think about their money being used for such an app. Stephanie Cusey, Member of Parliament for Calgary Mindapur, also the critic for the Treasury Board. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your words. We appreciate yours as well. Please like, comment, subscribe, and share this program. If you haven't heard this message, this story, what is going on with the Rive scan in the mainstream media, this is a way to get that out to ears that might not have heard and we also ask that you tell your friends they can download it on platforms like CastBox, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. New content for you every single Tuesday, 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, remember, low taxes, less governments, more freedom. That's the Blueprints.